We are here. It is the episode before Christmas. Was so. the pod before Dirtmas? Yeah. Yes. What do we have? Five dates till Christmas. Four. Five. Uh, it's the twentieth. Uh, five. It's five, Friday. Right? Well, we're recording. We recorded this on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. So it's the twentieth right now. This will drop on the twenty second. So okay. Okay. So this is our Christmas. As present. far as you know, it's three. Yeah. Yeah. If you're listening, Math. you only have three days. Yeah. Three days. You're screwed. Yeah, better go shopping. Get yourself down to uh, TJ Maxx. Is that where you shop? Uh, I'm giving them a, a free plug right Is now. Is that your one-stop shop? Deal. Yeah. They can be like, hey, that guy dropped our name. Let's give him an endorsement deal because we need a middle-aged TJ Maxx. Son of a bitch. <laughs> everything you need. <laughs> you know TJ what, Maxx, though, though, is I, everything. If, if TJ Maxx had a, a spokesperson, it would be you. Like, I would fit. You're like, TJ Maxx. Yeah, like, I'm like, not the worst, but I'm not that good. It's kind of, yeah, like, so that's I who... Fit. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you'd be a great spokesperson. I should. For like, TJ. Yeah. You like mediocrity? TJ Maxx. You could get like a sweater for you know for, for you want jeans? Uncle. They'll work. They jeans. Yeah. You got housewares. You want a pillow? You want to want to? Yeah. I bought I bought tons of stuff at TJ Maxx. I, they're yeah. a great store. Which is the one that's connected to Home Goods? Is it TJ Maxx? Yeah, is it? it? Is. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, they're all they're usually connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm kind of I'm like Home Goods too. I'm like kind of. And cheap. they have good stuff. But but it, but it'll get you by. That's what home. I am. Cheap, but it'll get you by. That's right. <laughs> But you Cheap, know what? Though, get you I never break, then you go stuff. to a nice store. Yeah, yeah. Right. I never understood like when you're rich and you go buy, you spend like a ridiculous amount of money on something that already exists for like a buck. Yeah, like I, I well, like you this, go to Ethan Allen to get yeah, something for like five hundred dollars. You get a TJ Maxx for fifty bucks. This vase with a fake flower and it's just gonna sit in the corner anyway. Yeah, but it's, it's then, but then, but then you can pass it down for like five generations because it never breaks or. Yeah, it is gets better. Back. Like it's, I'm it's realizing crazy. now, I just it's bought stupid. a house, and I'm like, I'm like buying shit now, and I just spent like a thousand bucks on a living room set, and then I'm like looking Road at up it, shit. and I'm like, I I see why that other couch was two thousand alone because <laughs> this was, one's broken it was already. Way better. <laughs> Mine looks fine, and yeah. it's like, but it's like, yeah, you can tell it was just like super. Yeah, that, and, get, and that's my philosophy. But I have you know that kids, pets, the whole thing. Then you go, okay, it's gonna get wrecked anyway, so. Well, yeah. that, that I understand. But if like, it's just one guy, you're not going to wreck it that fast. I have a dog and a cat. All right. It's, you're screwed. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you just get a cat? Yeah, I just got a cat. Congrats Actually, on Actually, my, cat. Uh, yeah, my, uh, my daughter got a cat for her birthday, and what a, it's the coolest cat ever. Cats rule. What, is, what was the name I've again? Always, I saw it on the- It was Crystal for about a day, and then it turned into Luna. Luna. It That's turned what into it was. Luna. Yeah, I yeah. like Luna better. Luna. And, and I've never been a cat guy. I've always been a dog guy. Dog jumps in your lap. Dog- Wags its tail, pees its pants when you get home, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. This cat is the same. You yeah. walk through the door, comes running, eh, like looks at you. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> I sit down, jumps in your lap, purrs, and falls asleep. I'm like, this dog, or this cat is a dog. Yeah. yeah. It's the trippiest thing I've ever seen. Cats, cats can be cunts <laughs> more often than not. Cats are cunts. Trump had a song called, but cats are cunts. But Triumph cats are cunts. did? Triumph, yeah. the insult to comic oh, dog. Oh, I thought you meant the band Triumph. Well, I'm like, <laughs> fight the good fight every... Yeah. <laughs> cats are cunts. I'm listening to Rick Emmett singing cats. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Triumph okay, you scared me. Hey, welcome All right. to the Christmas episode. We've already dropped the C-bomb four times, three minutes in. <laughs> why you don't, right? As um, Carl Malone would say, why you don't. Why you don't. Why you don't. No, all of that makes sense to me, though, like <clears throat> buying all that stuff. But like, I saw this thing where Katie Holmes paid like $3,500 for a bag, a towel bag to take to like the beach with her kids. That shit doesn't make sense to me. No, I yeah, don't. Yeah, but Katie Holmes is not a real person. 
Right, she has a billion dollars, and right. to her, a ten is like yeah. a penny. I, right. feel, I get that. I yeah. wouldn't be able to sleep knowing that thirty five hundred dollars could have paid for somebody's chemo treatment. But right. yeah, I got this twatty <laughs> bag. But you're like aware that money. I mean, like Katie Holmes didn't come out of the womb with a billion dollars in her hands. She married a, a a closeted lunatic and got money when she left him. Yeah, good point. So, like, she grew up. She knows that her dad probably went to work. She knows that $20 when she was 16 was, like, awesome to go to the movies. She worked it. I mean, that's the thing is, like, I don't, I don't feel like rich people... Unless you're Paris Hilton and you just came out of the womb and they were just like, here is a Chanel bag for you to... Just, that's your diaper. You know, like, I don't... Yeah. Uh, these no, people you're right. know. The, the, the yeah. You know better. You I, fucking know better. I yeah. used to work, uh, and, and I had this job where I had to work in this rich person's house over on Walker Lane. I don't know if you guys are familiar oh, yeah, with that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Poor guy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so this house, it used to be Jeff Hornacek's house. Oh. I was working in the house, and I was underneath the house working on their boiler system. Okay. And the wife... Was home and the husband was gone. Go on. So, yeah, I'm just I'm ready for the porn music now. It's actually quite the opposite. Oh. So I was like, ah, hey, she ma'am. fucked him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she said, hey, boy, the boy. I've always wanted to meet a boy, no, man. <laughs> okay, I got to hear the rest of the story now. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it's we've mentioned lady parts like eight times already. And next time we say it, there's going to be a ding. It's, it's, and an angel gets its wings, whatever. Oh, I'm saying now, they said cunt again. Somebody <laughs> get down there. <laughs> well, this rich, we need more Coney Island. This rich twat. Yeah, by the way, we're drinking. <laughs> this is an episode of Drunk Christmas. <laughs> I'm out of beer, though. Here, have my wife's. No. no really, she'll never know. Yes, yeah, she listens to this. She's going to know now. That's the no, that's no. the ribbon coming off the no. top. <laughs> no, I can't. Okay, go I on. gotta drive. I gotta okay, drive. go, 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 no, go. I'm finish this Tell story. me the story about it's Jeff not... Hornacek's wife. No, it wasn't Jeff Hornacek. It was just his old house. Oh, that changes everything. <laughs> yeah, it was no, it wasn't Jeff Hornacek. But they they just bought his house. Anything I have to say is not gonna get uh, no, it's gonna be no, anti-climactic. You were fixing the boiler. Anyway, I asked her where the pisser was. I was like, "Hey, yeah. I, can I can I piss?" And she pointed at the backyard and said, "That's where the commoners use the bathroom." And pointed to the pool house. She called me a fucking commoner. She, she said, said commoner? No, She said commoner. She called me a commoner. On what? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Commoner. I mean, she she was right. But <laughs> well, whether whether that's the I mean, whatever. But that's not cool. I know, and then but get this. Uh, so I, I remember the the dude's name. A couple years later, I'm but reading. was it a really nice bathroom, even in the pool room? What yeah, a cat! Yeah, they're they're they're. <laughs> <laughs> they're uh, uh, a couple years later. I'm reading the Tribune. I remembered their name. I could tell it right now, but I'm not mm-hmm. going to. Go on. Husband got busted on this huge ass Ponzi scheme and oh, went to prison. Oh, that was that guy. Yeah, I remember that guy on yeah. Walker Lane. Hey, yeah. what was? Uh, oh, I'm trying to think of his name now. Uh, his last name was the opposite of wrong. Exactly. The opposite of left. Right. That, yeah. that's, ah, right. That's, uh, that's actually sweet justice for her because he got to prison and uh, he said, excuse me, where do I go? And this big guy pointed. He said, that's back there. That's where the commoners get raped. <laughs> that's where the commoners get raped, boy. <laughs> actually, his, his roommate said to him, he said, uh, you want to be the husband? You want to be the wife? And he goes, uh, he thought about it for a second. He goes, I want to be the husband. He goes, perfect. Come over here. Suck your wife's dick. 
Sorry, it's an old prison Ow. joke. It's an, it's an oldie but a goodie. Just an old prison joke. Ah, uh, everybody here is drinking. Marcus, is, I'm I'm assuming you're stoned. Oh yeah, it, it you are awake. Oh yeah, <laughs> I am. I'm awake. That's and, what changes everything. Yeah, waked and baked properly. <laughs> so Wake what is this? Is this episode going to be uh, a Christmas themed episode? Eventually. Okay. I, right. I want to tell you guys something. By the way, before we start, because yeah. we always rec- we always have a few recommendations. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, there's a documentary on Showtime called Daft Punk Unchained. Okay. And it's this amazing documentary that starts when these kids were like teenagers and follows up through the production of their last album, which took four years. And, you know, I mean, I, I like Daft Punk. I think that they're, I think they're great creative, mm-hmm. uh, talents. Yeah. You know, I think I don't want to sit there and listen to 22 Right, not Daft a huge Punk super song. fan, but at the same time, you can respect what they do. And but you, you go, watch wow, this okay. documentary, yeah. and you, I mean, I came away with such a respect for the process of what they go through and the love. Like, there's this whole section where they were talking to this guy um, who was a producer and songwriter from the 70s, and they, they, this guy talks about how they put three microphones up, one from the period of time where he was a teenager, one from the period of time when he was in his like 30s or 40s, and one current microphone. Yeah. And he said they wanted to, they were going to record and use all three uh, to record, and they would use the sound from, from the one of his, when he was that age, talking about that part of his life. And he goes, well, who... Who would hear the difference? And he said, the sound engineer looked at him and said, they will. That's it. Nobody else will ever hear the difference. And it was like, you hear that and you go, that's either insanity yeah. or, it's, or it's unbelievable creativity or it's pretension. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's also like the process people do to get like on the, on the, uh, one of the Lamb of God videos, I think it's their newest one, whatever, not the documentary, but they want to get. A certain sound out of people so i saw this one where the producer made randy run laps and he says when you can absolutely not run anymore come into the studio and there's a video of randy coming in after running after running yeah. grabbing the microphone and then doing his take and he just <laughs> kills it because and it was totally different because his breath is right there where he's just exhausted yeah. and just fucking done and randy records with the mic in his hand like he would live so that he's not in a booth screaming sure. he's and it's it's that's a badass video you can just go, on youtube just uh look up randy blythe running singing you know like it's, you know what that's yeah. genius though because a lot of singers and especially you know the old you know let's sing as high as we possibly can so when 10 years when our balls drop. We'll never be able to hit these notes again. So you think of doing that where you don't sing as high as you possibly can be as exhausted as you possibly can running around a stage, doing a concert. And this is your final song where you are as exhausted as you possibly can be on stage. And you get the same performance as you get on this recording genius. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. And, and so you hear that and, and that's, that's one of the cool things I think about Daft Punk is when you, when you, when you watch this documentary, you realize like a lot of the, a lot of these bands they sound great because they work with great producers. Sure, these yeah. guys are great producers in and of themselves who right. are working on this music with their own ears. So the, the perfectionism is really interesting. And and yeah, they they talk about these sound engineers who had the masters. They'd been working on it for four years. They had the masters and they had to get them across the country to to get them mixed. 
And they said, we weren't going to let them out of our sight. So these two sound engineers got in the car and drove the masters wow. from LA to Portland, Maine. Like you couldn't have gone farther. Let's, go, let's pick the furthest possible right. spot. Yeah. Can we drive to Japan? <laughs> yeah, is that cool? But they, they weren't going to put the them bridge in yet. bags. They weren't going to let them out of their sight. Wow. And it's a fascinating, and it made me go back and listen to the uh, listen to that album. And when you really like, Put it on and put great through a great system or through like the the depth of that yeah. album is there. I have that. Album. What's it called again? Random access Random memories. Random access memories. Yeah. And uh, by the way, listening to it, and I pointed these out to you when we were driving up to Logan the other day. There's a couple uh, dead dead giveaway soundalikes on that album. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of that too is Nile Rodgers has played on every album ever. Right. And that's the guy who played guitar on the album. Yeah. So so he probably so just, he's throwing some old riffs and some old ideas probably. Yeah, when you listen to that and then but if it's the original guy that's kind of redoing his own stuff. But there's well, there's a couple songs where you can sing other songs yeah. Yeah. Okay. over yeah. there. Yeah. All right. I think we, we I think I think the world just ran out of riffs. Sometimes it seems like it, huh? Yeah. But I like that album. I, I wore the shit out of it over a couple years, so I don't really listen to it anymore. But but yeah, I like those. I I don't. A lot hasn't happened. Really happened. We we haven't done one for a long time. But what else has happened? Scott Weiland died. Scott Weiland. Shocker. Yeah. Not really. No. It, you know that was one of those things where as soon as you heard it, you went, oh yeah. But then you went, oh wow. Because then you realize you're like, you know what a what a what he was this last ten whatever how many years mm-hmm. was not him. No. Whatever his life had turned into and and the shit he was going through and what he had to do to deal with it and whatever else was not him. Where yeah. he, you where go he back to who up. he was and dude was genius. He lived 20 years too long. Because In a way, now, yeah, yeah, right, people right. are going to be like, Scott Weiland's a fucking, he was a right. druggie, a mess, he was a blah, 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 right. but if he would have died when he was 25, 27, 28, whatever. Think of, think of Elvis. When, if genius. he had died yeah, thin and, and not on the toilet, it's like, oh, genius. But yeah. then, then now you still have the other, oh, he's fat Elvis. He's yeah, fat. yeah. Scott Weiland lived to be 48 years old, washed up, done. Dies uh, on a tour bus and I was gonna say, and, can you, and, and, and just yeah. picture for one second, as you're sitting there listening to this, you're on a tour bus, your family, your new wife, you know, is, is far away from you. You're on a bus. You're waiting to go on in some teeny little town in some teeny little club. You've played arenas. You've Biggest sold the millions. Yeah. And you're waiting to do this. And in your last moments, you decide, okay, you know what? I'm going to... I'll just do this, you know. Mm-hmm. And while I'm waiting here, and that's your last, last moment on earth. Yeah. It's like, that's just so... It's sad. Sad and lonely, man. Yeah, and I, I don't, I don't, yeah, I'm with you. I think if he had died after maybe like that third album. Yeah, before after Purple yeah. or Core, or well, not Core. It uh, was Core, per, and then there was that. The, the sounds from the Vatican, Vatican whatever. Vatican, Shop or whatever. Yeah. And then it's, they started getting weird. Then it was like they only had one song. He yeah. started getting like Bowie and weird. Yeah. And, but I, I remember of, seeing okay, them at the Triad Center. Do you remember that old concert yes. venue? Yeah. It was like a little amphitheater right the Triad there Center. on... Right by the Delta Center. Across from where the Delta Center yeah, yeah, yeah. was. Now mm-hmm. it's no it's no longer there. But yeah. they they the whole thing was set up like a living room yeah. with a rug and an old he sat in a rocking chair and take town with a broken yeah. man. I'm just remembering I saw him uh, live with you. Did Remember you see at the Murray Theater? At the Murray Theater? And then you, they played. We the, I did think, go to that. Yeah, you and I went and saw him in the Murray Theater. It was theater. like we were only there for like ten minutes because it was No, we were there for about an hour. 
Oh, that's right. He he did. Uh, we left before he finished because he wasn't playing any pilot songs. Yeah, he was playing all. Solo did you see shit. the pilots when I think Bliss opened for him at the E Center? No, no. It was before the I Maverick Center. It was like within right before maybe he got ten, canned. fifteen years. I don't even right before he went to to. Uh, no, it was after he got canned from because they were here again in about two thousand eight. Yeah, I think. I think that was the last one. Yeah, right yeah. before Velvet Revolver. Or right? No, I think it was after Velvet. he yeah, got kicked after. out of Velvet Revolver. Yeah, he yeah, said, yeah, "Okay, yeah. let's let's get the pilots together and do a one yeah, last yeah, tour." Yeah. And that was about it. it. I only saw him at that one thing, and then he wasn't playing any pilot songs, so I was That's totally right. detached. Then he played one. And then we're like, "Okay, we can go. We can yeah, go." Yeah, right. So I isn't that weird though? You job. think of you think of him, but go back to all the other guys and gals, you know, who died when they were at their peak, twenty seven years old. What would we have thought of them if they had passed that and continued and Morrison? Jim Morrison got fat before he died. He was only 27. Yeah, and Hendrix and Joplin. I mean, what would Joplin have been if she'd gone to 40? You know what I mean? It's like I think of that and I go, wow, what would we have thought of these people? Because when you go then in your peak, you go, oh, they're they're the best. But what would you have thought? It would have been the same but, thing, don't or, you think? But uh, I mean, you also have people that exist, like like both Jimmy Plant and Robert. Or, what? Exactly. Jimmy Page and Robert Plant are still around. Yeah. But I don't care. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I, I don't care. Like, I'm not saying that I, I don't respect You're them. You're not discrediting them, but, but, who but gives I, a shit? I don't care that there's. I mean, that's cool that we haven't lost them, but they haven't done anything or contributed yeah. anything musically to to my ears that I went, oh, that was the thing that, that was that's why they went on past Led Zeppelin, whatever. Um, but, but if I, they'd have gone when they were 27 at the height of, yeah, I mean, of Zeppelin, you would have been, oh, how many man, bands would have been that same category. obscurity that were big as shit? Like, if, if Sugar Ray had fucking gotten a, <laughs> in a... Uh, when, bus crash. Bus crash right after... Baby, right after I Just Want to Fly. Yeah, and you would have gone, fuck. Oh, God, what, changed what the world, Mark man. McGrath? No, he, you know what he does now? He got veneers and he fucking interviews celebrities <laughs> like a putz. That's yeah. what he fucking does. There wouldn't have been anything. Maybe those that, veneers... Oh, I thought they were chicklets. It? He's got those chompers in there. They are. They're amazing. I was, I was at the furniture store the other day, and they had the TVs on, and this video came on, and I swore to fuck it was Bean Crosby, because the, the the video is a winter wonderland, yeah. and it had this old-timey filter on it, and I was yeah. like, Bean Crosby, God damn it, he looks like Scott Weiland. It's fucking Scott Weiland. Oh, have you heard his Christmas album? I have not, but check out the video. Actually, K-Bear gave me a copy last year, which I did not listen to. I, I have the whole Christmas album in it, and, and, and honestly, last year... I thought it was silly. I was like, oh, no, Scott, why? And I listened to it this year, and I was like, oh. Because after, after he passed, right. it was like a whole different thing, and I was like, wow. Watch the Winter Wonderland video. Yeah. He looks and sounds just like one of those old-timey. It's, he it's really great. does. Yeah. I'll look it up. Yeah. You, you made, when we were driving the other day, you made a comment that is very relevant to right now. We were listening to some, you put some girl on. He's pointing at me, by the way. Yeah, you guy. Uh, you put some girl on, and you were like, "This is some girl, and she does a, uh, she's doing a duet with Snoop," and he's like, "You like fucking Snoop will do a, a duet with anybody," and you're fucking right. And if Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg did a song with fucking Katy Perry, Snoop Dogg will do a song with, like you said, anybody. If he had died when Tupac and Biggie had died, if he'd Jeez, been shot yeah. back in murder was the case that they gave me in oh, 1990, yeah. you would have, we would have been heralding. What did Snoop Dogg do? Now Snoop Dogg's had a long and illustrious say, career. Do you look at Snoop Dogg anywhere close to where, the way you thought of Scott Weiland before you heard of his passing? What, right now? What do you mean? But, yeah. Do you think of Snoop Dogg in the same category yeah, as you thought higher. of Scott Weiland? I do too. I, st- I don't have Some Snoop of the, in, a, the 90s in a diminished... Hip-hop. No, role Snoop, anyway. Snoop to me, like that doggy style album was 
Brilliant. Brilliant and but still revolutionary. To this day, though, even after doing Katy Perry and that. shooting the, the Exactly the, the the whipped cream out of her boobs and the and the gummy bears, it's like I don't care. Snoop can do no wrong. But I don't if, know why. If he had died when he was twenty two, after that murder was the case, after all that stuff went down back in that era. He would be up there as a as a legend as a legend probably but now, now he's like lovable he's lovable yeah. you wouldn't have it, it's same thing with ice cube if you would have told me that ice cube was going to be hilarious in 21 jump street if, right. if he was going to be like he was going to be doing family films he was going to be right. doing that stuff if well, he would have was in the what was it, the star skin hutch and right. he's been in he's a bunch funny. of movies and he's funny he's yeah funny <laughs> he's he had his own comedy series on mtv right. snoopy dizzle <laughs> televizzle oh yeah i mean he he has had you, he's a completely diversified himself, but yeah. I'm saying if he had died after Doggy Style yeah, came out, you true. never would have been able to imagine what he would have done. And yeah. that's why when we try to imagine what these these people who have died would have done, you end up saying like, what music would they have contributed? What would they have yeah. done? And it, some of them, and probably you have not. To, you have to think to yourself, some of them would have just been fucking that's lame. It. That's it. That's it. They would have just like, done stuff. They would, like, maybe they would have gone on and, and and been like the guy who got the the Jim Morrison grill. Yeah. It's better than George. <laughs> you know, no kidding. They would have given huh? it to him instead of George Foreman. Or no he, kidding. The Jim Morrison poetry. There would have been a lot of painters. Yeah. Paul Stanley's opening their painting galleries. Like, shut I, up. I always go back to it was a it was a line by Paul Simon in, in the on the Graceland album. I'm trying to remember which song it was, but it's it's just a simple little line. Every generation throws a hero up the pop charts. Yep. Where it's like yep. every few years there's a new guy that that's this generation's guy. Yep. And the other generation doesn't get it. Yep. And as soon as that generation grows out of it, it's over. And what are you going to do next? That's and a lot of them happened. turn into producers. Some of them turn into, and some of them turn into it, the guy that dies on a tour bus. Right. Or, just, or the sad. person who just spends all their money and loses it and breaks down and can't figure it out. It, yeah. it happens over and over again to music people, to movie stars. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan, you're not cute anymore. You got a drug habit. You're out of here. We don't need you. Oh, oh, you didn't think that after, <clears throat> excuse me, after you were 22 years old, and you had $50 million that you needed to live another 60 years and that you weren't going to yeah. be able to use your tits for those 60 years to get you by because another pair of tits was going to come along. Yeah, but don't you think, too, there's a there's a part of that that goes along with the business that they're in? Absolutely. That, that they are Absolutely. literally, it's like, you got to make your money now because in 10 years, you're you're going to be sagging. You're going to be, people won't give a crap about we you. We talked about that. And the that. people I that wish. somehow cross to that next generation yep. and the next generation and the next it's it's amazing well, because that doesn't happen no. very often every fad like look at it remember 1999 2000 how many boy bands were out there yeah how many of all the not only bands but how many of all those dudes are i can tell relevant? you justin timberlake justin to me timberlake. is the only one and joey fatone he because one. he keeps himself in the the Do what is know? it the bosley hair replacement yeah. thing <laughs> it's like otherwise i'm like there's nobody else i would even think of the right. saddest thing ever and i don't know if i mentioned this on prior podcasts but his job is this is joey fatone and you're watching family feud yeah he doesn't host it he no. says, "Hey, this is Joey Fatone, and you're watching Family Feud on the the Paul Steve Har Harvey Steve one? Harvey one. I think it's does he really it's one of the game shows? It's Paul that. Harvey, Paul Harvey, yeah, Steve Harvey. I think Paul Harvey hosted Good day. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, hello there. He's like, <laughs> and here's he's like, and now the rest of the questions. the rest of the family. We uh, go to the board and survey says. <laughs> uh, okay, we were all doing Paul Harvey. I we were. It's right. a Paul Harvey thing. Yeah." I got a video good I want day. to play since we're... Uh, hey, that was pretty good. Thank good you. Good day. Good day. Uh, it's Paul Harvey. 
good. Patton Oswalt had a bit about this on one of his specials where if you slow down the Alvin and the Chipmunks, do you, do you have headphones, Alan? I know I do. you don't like to use them. Yeah, I'll put them on. But but to hear this, uh, Patton Oswalt had a bit about this, how him and his brother or siblings used to slow down the Alvin and the Chipmunks Christmas song. Okay. And when you do that, Dave sounds like Satan. Because how, because how, <laughs> right. they, how they record this is they just have regular people talking like this. Sure. And then they Christmas, speed it up. Christmas time is so, here. So, so Yeah, so yeah. when they're singing it, regular people will be going, Christmas, Christmas time. So when you speed up, it's Christmas, Christmas. So this is the funniest shit. I'll say we are. I'm at a, in slow motion at Oktoberfest yeah. in Germany. Your boots are stuck in the mud. You can't move. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's painful. So, so it's really Satan and the real people. Alvin, give me your soul. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas. Marcus, you had some Christmas ideas, some things you wanted to talk about. Well, you know, I, I, I just like, sometimes I like just hearing about because some of the stories Alan's told me about his life, I've known Alan for 10 years. I never knew that stuff about him. So, like, I was just curious, like, what was Christmas to you guys? I mean, we all kind of grew up at different times. You and me were similar, but, in the, but, but like, we all kind of grew up at different times. And, like, what, what was Christmas? I know, like, music and Christmas music, Christmas movies, those type of things are part of traditions. Did you guys have those, like, when you Oh, grew yeah. Up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, I just came from the, the Nutcracker. You look very that. festive. I do. I wore my uh, ugly sweater to the Nutcracker. <laughs> That's not an ugly sweater. That's a good-looking Christmas sweater. <laughs> yeah, by sweater. the way, I went to an ugly sweater contest. Uh, comp, or, what do you mean? Party last night where they had an ugly sweater contest, uh-huh. and I wore a BYU sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> didn't win, but it was. I thought it was funny. But that was a, that was a solid... Uh, it was an effort. Yeah, it was good. It was a solid effort. I got my... I Actually, now that you say this, I got this pulled up right now. This was my Christmas tradition here. What is? Go my on. mother... Do you remember Buck Owens? Yes, he totally. A, he had a Christmas album that he put out in like the '60s, and that was the Christmas. Because Buck Owens and Roy Clark were on Hee Haw, right? Yep, Buck okay. Owens and his Buckaroos okay. is, is what they were called. And this song right here, Santa looked a lot like Daddy. Our Daddy looked a lot like him. <laughs> this will be that's Buck Owens. I've heard the song a million times. I didn't know that was Buck Owens. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Till the day I die, that will be Christmas to me. Is Buck Owens and his Buckaroos? There was gotcha. a, uh, what? What did he say? Something about blue. He had there was fifteen songs I could sing every word, every single one of them. Right. Uh, that was that was the big Christmas tradition for us. Was was Buck Owens and his Buckaroos? Because my mom's birthday landed on Christmas Eve. Oh wow! Well, it didn't land. I mean, it was the same every year. Yeah. <laughs> every year, it just happened. <laughs> like, how the around. hell did it land today? Yeah. So, so we had a big had a big party at our house every year on the twenty fourth. Gotcha uh, for Christmas Eve slash Mom's birthday. Okay, that that album was always on. That's cool. Um, yeah. So Buck Owens and his Buckaroos. Did she make it 
part of Christmas or did she make it birthday? Uh, a little, she made it Christmas, but okay. it was both. So like we'd invite the whole family, would come up. And here's a weird thing is I don't ever remember opening presents on Christmas morning. We always did it on Christmas Eve. Really? Yeah, For her I mean, birthday? Well, like she would have everybody up and like my mom was a super generous lady. So like the town bums, she would invite them up for dinner Mm. and, and you know, pretty cool. I fucking hated it when I was a kid, but like now I grow up now (laughs) I see the sentiment. Yeah. Right. When I was a kid, I was like fucking Christmas. There's all these bums here. Yeah. Uh, So we would do that. And then like once everybody kind of left a little bit, then we would do like, here's your Christmas. And that way, Christmas morning, we just sleep in or whatever. I, th- I think I remember maybe one or two waking up to what Santa brought. Right. Um, but not since I was probably 10 years old. Yeah. So right. that was our Christmas thing. And we still do it because uh, my mother passed away, but my brother- I was going to say, and that's with the, like within the last year? Yeah. She died on the 29th of December last year. Yeah. So this will be the first Christmas without mom. Kind of. It's kind of not that big of like, I mean, it, it is a big deal, but it's kind of like not that big of a, of a wound to me because her and my dad moved to Arizona f- six years ago. Yeah. So I haven't spent a Christmas with them for six years. Okay. Um, but it's still, it's yeah, still, I mean, yeah. yeah. But, but my brother bought my parents' house. Oh, wow. So, so have you gone down to his house or your parents' house since yeah, then? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So we're having Christmas Eve. We haven't missed any. So, so Chris, you're still going there, still for, Christmas going there for Christmas Eve. Wow. Just the parents aren't going to be there. That's pretty so, cool to yeah. keep that tradition that you always had your entire life. Yeah, is going to keep going now yep. for family ever, still comes up. Basically, family, yeah, my, yeah, because my brother owns the house now. So yeah, because most people when they move or or somebody passes away, the house is gone, it's sold, and, and yeah. you don't ever go there again. Yeah, yep. so that's kind of that's it's it's cool. It's, it's kind of cool. cool that yeah, I can still I still it, it is kind of <clears> weird sometimes. Like I, I'll go to my brother's house, which was my house since I was five. Right. But I feel weird now. Like, I can't just go throw the fridge open and pound whatever's in it. <laughs> sure you can. Because it's my brother's house now. But Like, mom told but, me to. Yeah. So wow. that was my that was my big Chris, Christmas thing. Buck Owens, Christmas Eve. Uh, my We used to go to my grandma's, grandmother's on Christmas Eve, but she died in the 90s. So it's been a long time since yeah. that. Did you do the same, or did you go to family, or what did you do on Christmas Eve? You know, it's funny, because when you're, when you're young... It really never occurs to you how much goes into oh, being a a, no. a parent and and decorating your house and doing all those things and <laughs> right. and and wrapping presents and things like that and and now I look back on what my parents did it was great I we always used to have a tradition my parents have um they bring up the ornaments and we would have the same ornaments every year we collect them throughout the years and I think on Christmas parents, Eve or before uh, we'd do that before we probably okay. do it about a week before to decorate Christmas. the tree yeah, to decorate the, decorate the, tree, the together. tree together sure. And there was like certain ornaments that I had, and certain ornaments that my Were sister they those had. Old glass painted ones. Yeah, we had those, and we yeah. had like little plastic ones that my mom had gotten from her childhood. I okay. mean, yeah, we had the right. same the same angel, and it was cool because every year going through those again, it was kind of like reopening presents, you right. know? Because oh, there's the there's the blue Santa that we had. I remember him, and, Did you and the, the, it was it blue and silver. It was like a blue plastic, and he had like a okay, okay. He okay. was just. You know, different sounds, ones. And it sounded always, similar, but yeah. I think it's different, yeah. And it always smelled the same. And then my parents would give us a new ornament every year, and we'd have a new ornament that we would add on and be able to do, and we'd each get to decorate the tree. And and then Christmas Eve was always really nice. And we did would, you? And going back to Guy's thing, did you think that was dumb, though, when you were younger? And now you look back and you go, oh, my gosh. Oh, sure. That was freaking awesome. I mean, to, when when you were a kid, it was it was, it was was great. It meant Christmas was coming. You yeah, know? And, yeah. And, and, but at the same time, you're like, I just want presents. I just want, I just want presents, presents, right? You're, you're there. And, and now as you're older, you're like, how cool was that, that right? they did the same thing every you year? You do those traditions. And then on yeah. Christmas Eve, my mom would always play the Christmas, uh, the Carpenter's Christmas album. 
which was just beautiful and it was so much fun it was like a variety show on an on an on an actual record we played Merry the records baby. yeah those ones and um if you need a little Christmas, yes, just the very minute. Totally. And they would sing it. And and we would always have a nice dinner. My mom would make a roast and the, the we'd sit there and then the tree would go and, and there'd be some presents under it. But my parents always stayed up and would wrap all the presents on Christmas and you'd wake up and th- that room would just be full and we'd start sneaking down the hallway at like 5 a.m. Yeah. And, and and we always had the same tradition. My mom would get up and we'd all, she'd have, she'd get orange juice and she'd kind of make a little plate of like like toast or something so everybody mm-hmm. have some food and my dad played this very specific album it was um like a musical uh christmas music but it was like i want to say it was like some sort of instrument like a not a xylophone but like a i, ca- I can't so remember christmas music it was just like christmas instrumental? Music, instrumental and okay. when that record went on it was you time knew. to go open presents and we Did had you go we had wake them up or jump on them or they would get up we would they would kind of hear us up i mean it was we so were, it was you and how many how just many? my sister. Okay, just the two of you. Yeah. Were you guys like me, like like before the Christmas tradition? Like when I was young, yeah, we would wait for Santa. But I remember waking up at like the ass crack, like oh. 4.30. Yeah. Because you were anxious as fuck. Yeah, I'd go in because you, like I said, I wouldn't know what was there. And you'd come down, there were 20 more presents or <clears throat> something. Like, what the? He's been here. And you, and we wouldn't touch him. One year I got a bike and it was in there, like leaned up against my parents' <laughs> thing. And I, I saw it and I just there and i was like you didn't go in the room like it was like a thing isn't I, that funny how that yeah. whole there's that a whole magic story yeah. is so magic it really is it holds you in it yes holds you, and it really makes you know and that's the funny thing is you look back and you every time you want to like as an adult you guys are probably the same way now you kind of go you know i all the all the bullshit about christmas is pretty stupid it's too busy and all of the fakeness and yeah. like, but that cool, like little feeling of mm-hmm. like that you remember from what your Christmas felt like, and being able to like have that with your friends, or or see somebody's face when you give them something, or like that to me is like that's soup that that comes from being a person who who had that kind of tradition as a kid, you know, that where Christmas meant meant a feeling, not a thing. You know what I right. mean? Like it, it, yeah. It's always going to be smells and sounds and and, yeah. and that to me. And it you know? always it always was things. But as you look back now, I bet you remember a couple things, mm-hmm. a couple cool toys you got, maybe. I remember my. Mom I remember a couple cool juice, toys. Yeah. I remember a couple cool Evil Knievel wind up. You know, you yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Motorcycle. The motorcycle yeah. would go jumping. It's like I remember that, and remember yeah. Hot Wheels. But that's about it. I remember lots of, but I remember all the cool things the that it the meant traditions. when what you were your, there what did your with family your family. Do uh, we li- we moved away when I was a kid. Um, Lived in Georgia, Virginia, Michigan, but we'd always come back to my grandparents' house for Christmas. Where was that? In Ogden. Here. So we'd always come back to Ogden, and I'd stay at my grandma's house, and I'd sleep on the height of bed, and I'd be there, and I was right outside. <laughs> they had one of those old uh, uh, coal furnaces, you know, so they'd shovel the coal in and the whole so thing. So did we. And, yeah. Until my parents had one. I, yeah, I and it was just it two years those ago. Those things were noisy <laughs> as hell, and you would seriously think that the Satan was inside that door, oh, yeah. and you're like, Ooh! I can't sleep. <laughs> Things yeah. blowing up and stuff. And I seriously couldn't sleep all night. All night. And I would lay there all night, wait wide awake, till finally I saw like the lightest, slightest crack it on. And I'd jump out of bed and and somehow Santa had been there. <laughs> How many siblings did you have? And my, and, my, and my whole idea every year was to stay up 
and to sneak up and wait there till Santa got there. But then I never did because I was too scared because of that damn furnace. Yeah. I couldn't get out of bed. And it was just me and my sister too. I had one, I have a younger sister and that's it. Did you guys do, did you leave the cookies out? Would your parents like oh, yes. eat the cookies? And uh, yes. I don't remember. Usually my, and this, this isn't like bashing them. But usually my parents were drunk. <laughs> On Christmas, good on them because that's the way. It was my mom's birthday. Right, that's yeah, right. Sure. So they would stay up and like we'd have the party and they'd be drinking. So usually Christmas morning, I think that's probably why they had me open Christmas presents Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve, because they're like they're that really way they over. didn't have to get up early in the morning. And, yeah, yeah. I don't ever remember leaving cookies. I'm sure I did. Really? Did my, you leave cookies? My mom used to bake cookies and she yeah. would leave them out and and they would always like leave one with a bite oh, in it. Totally. Like. Yeah. You always, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's funny because you look back and you just go, man, that like they, yeah, parents didn't have to do that, you know? No. And like, I look at myself and go, if I, if I was a parent, like, I mean, I suppose I'd do all that stuff, right? You'd kind of, yeah. you kind of would, but at the same time, like, I, I don't know, you just look back and you, you, you just really appreciate all of the magic that yeah. your parents kind of put into those moments in childhood that, that. You know, I, I don't know. It's just no. super cool. And I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say because I am, I was talking, you know, obviously about what my Christmas was. Yeah, yeah. But my daughter, who's now 17, right, pulled me aside mm, two, three days ago, and she said, "Dad, I just want to tell you, thank you for making Christmas magic." And I was like, you, "Really?" And she goes, "No, really." She goes, "You would have us. We would make cookies at because we would do the same thing." Yeah, and I did the same thing. Yeah. And I had them write letters to Santa. And I had them make the cookies and put the milk out. And I'd be like, oh, I'll do a couple more chocolate chips. Because I'd be like, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I was like, yeah. But I just remembered when I was a kid what, what it mattered to me. And I was yeah. like, I'm going to do the same thing for them. And they would all write a letter. And then I would reply to them. But I would write with my left hand. So they wouldn't, do, but then, but then about a week ago, she's like, I knew it was you. And I was like, what? You knew? But at the same time, I was like, she was like, but it was so magic that, yeah. that we saw that the cookies were eaten and the milk was drunk and the, and the carrots we left out for the reindeer were, were half eaten. You yeah. could tell that a bite was taken out of it. And I was like, wow, you really, you thought it, you noticed all that stuff. And she's like, we totally noticed all that stuff. Sure. That's but awesome. I remember being the dad. Cause I remember being the kid. Right. And I remember being the dad, and I had no idea what went into being the dad. Yeah. And I remember there were some Christmas nights of having, you know, four little girls that were all Santa age, where you're putting together a bike, then you're putting together the Barbie castle, yeah, then right? you're putting together the, and I would be up literally till three, four o'clock in the morning, just lay down and you hear the and the you'd feet. hear this. Because I always told him, I go, you got to come and get me before you go out there. And it was like, Dad. I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) But it was the coolest thing in the world. So, And that's the thing where being on the other end of it. Yeah. And I've had the the joy of being on the other end of it is amazing. Because you kind of went through the same stuff I did. And your parents, obviously, probably are kind of the same generation as my parents. Yeah. And that's what we learned. Mm -hmm. And doing it again is freaking cool. You know, um. I actually, I may have mentioned this before. I apologize if I have, but I went to my parents' house and I found two 
mint condition. They were up in the corner. Yeah, like, yeah. Nobody would tell them. The, the Sears catalog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From the from like the Christmas wish list. The wish books. Like yeah. 30 pages of, of the way toys used to be laid out and yes. all this. And it was just so cool because, you know, you really think back and that whole generation that we got to kind of have before we were bombarded by things that were electric. Yeah. And I know it makes us sound old, but there was kind of this magic to, I can't just touch it, feel it, have it. You know, it was yeah. like... Yeah, you would go through the book and you would go page yeah. sixteen. It, it, it's it's why it's the why thing in the pic. They have it like, like six this things. is A B C yeah. D, and they yeah. would label it in the picture. It was like it, the cars and then the, and yeah. then the track and yeah. then the, yeah. I don't know. It was just really cool. Did you guys now? Did you watch like? Did you have a Christmas movie? Because Christmas movies were like. Oh, I loved the Christmas movies. Which ones were you? Which I one? didn't. I didn't have a movie, but every year, my sister, my I pretty much grew up as an only child, but I have siblings, but they're just a lot older than me. Yeah. But I remember before my sister moved out, she moved out when I was ten. But before that, AB or the the networks, the three major networks. Yeah, because that's to, all we had. We didn't have cable. Right. We didn't Two, have anything. Five, that was right? it. That was yeah. it. So ABC, yeah, we didn't have thirteen CBS, then. Seven, eleven, and twenty. That's yeah, if you was. wanted to watch the they yeah. used to every year other stuff air the. The shitty old claymation Rudolph. Yeah. Love those. Um, what was the but other? But did you ones? like those? I loved them. I loved them. Uh, I loved them. It, it, Rudolph. What was the other one? How about Santa Claus is coming to town? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the Frosty the, the Snowman. Frosty the Snowman. The Peanuts one. The, uh, the Peanuts one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what? I didn't ever like. Do you know what? What my parents? Why. There was two that. There was two that were very specific to my Christmas growing okay. up, and it was Christmas Eve on Sesame Street. Wow. My parents watched that every year. That's an amazing. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen that one. I haven't. And then and then the, the Christmas feel like it had great who's, songs. Who sang? Every, the, it was like it was the Gordon it was the, Gordon Bob Susan. They all sang. Maria, and, and, then and, the, and then it was about like Big Bird wanting to see Santa and like if you can find it, Christmas Eve on Sesame okay. Street. It's probably on YouTube. It's the most magical. I don't think huh, I've ever seen that one. Christmas okay. ever. And then there was this really good show that used to show on like. Seven or eleven every year, and it was called Mr. Kruger's Christmas. I love that show with with uh, old uh, 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 Jimmy Stewart. He played Jimmy Stewart. A, a homeless man that lived in the bottom of us this little apartment, and he and he. It was kind of a not a Scrooge, yeah, but he he. It's just this really beautiful Christmas yeah. story, and that was the one where the the girl was sick, right? Yeah, yes. And he and he, he didn't want her to die. What? What do you mean she died? Like it was. Yeah. It was. It was reminiscent of Scrooge and It's a Wonderful Life, but it was so perfect and beautiful and just great little story. My parents made us watch it every year. And well, it, tell the tell the whole story though, because the story is cool. Well, I don't. I think people could find it. Like I want okay. you to go out and find right. it and watch All it right. for Christmas. I mean, yeah. honestly, like it's cool. It's really special. That's and, a that's a church movie, you know. Yeah, it it, it, it was, is. and but it's yeah. it's not. Overly no. churchy. No, it's, it's one of those where this girl has she's hanging on. Yeah, and he does something for her that that is the ultimate oh, the okay. ultimate gift. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the beautiful. ultimate gift. It's yeah. beautiful. It's cool. If you can find Mister Kruger's Christmas and yeah. Christmas Eve on Sesame Street, I promise you, they're absolutely just full of sentiment. And and I think oh, that's so what you Christmas were, you were be. like a sentimental kid. I love that stuff. You know, I was like Mr. You know, I mean, I like the Winter Warlock, you know, put one foot in front of, of the other. You know, they remember that one. And I don't remember these. You don't remember that, that was one? The, no. That was the, Santa, that was the year without toys. That was Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> and, they, and they go to Misfit Island. It's the yeah. land of Misfit toys. But my favorite one yeah. still is the, remember the Mr. I'm Mr. Heat Miser. I'm Mr. Sun. I'm Mr. Green Christmas. Do you remember that one? No. That was still my favorite one. That, that was that the year without, You're without a Santa, Santa Claus because he got mm -hmm. sick, he got a cold. The Winter Warlock. Yeah. I remember yeah. the, the Christmas Carol, 
with Christmas Carol with Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Uh, oh, Scrooge. Mickey's Christmas the original? Carol. What was Mickey's, the Christmas, Mickey's Carol. Christmas Carol is amazing. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I had that on VHS. It was Scrooge. a little gray. Scrooge was a duck. Yeah, Scrooge was yeah, the duck. Scrooge McDuck. And, oh, yeah. gee. Yeah. Oh, gee. Scrooge. And well, little, little Timmy. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know what reminds me of the 80s before we... Before, I just walked the top of my The guy in the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> was that Stinky Pete? Yeah, and he falls down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. They did a pretty good job with that. Christmas and Did you? By the way, did you? Oh, yeah. I remember when this album, the very first, A Very Special Christmas, came out, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my gosh, we have new Christmas movie, Christmas music with Christmas carols and people I like. Yeah, those first yeah. two Very Special Christmases were great. Oh my gosh, great. they were amazing. Chris what, what was your Christmas movie? What was my Christmas movie? Yeah. Um, I would, st- oh man, I would still say my favorite Christmas movie Movie. movie. <laughs> I still, you know what's funny is, that, and I was talking to my uh, my wife about it, and she's never seen It's a Wonderful Life. I've never seen mm. It's a Wonderful Life. You've never seen it? No. It's one of those where, you know, you shut up a bitch, Mr. Potter. Yeah, you yeah. know, where you're, <laughs> you, you just want him to punch him. It was black it, and white. <laughs> it was black and white, but at the same time, it's got all the stuff where you go, oh, Hell yeah! As, a, as an adult, I want to see it now. But as a kid, I was like black and white. Oh, oh stupid! I don't yeah, see it. no, yeah. go watch it now, and you'll you'll dig it, and you'll go, wow, that's cool. But I love the I love the claymation, the Rankin and Bass, all those. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's amazing how many like Christmas movies still hold up every year. Me and my wife have a pile that we're gonna do like on the twenty third, like our kind of Christmas stuff. Yeah. And I mean, it's like you've got. Uh, Christmas Vacation, which is... Oh, totally, yeah. I can watch Christmas Vacation yeah. seven times during Christmas every year. Like, I'll watch it in the middle. Hey, by the Mo- way, uh, Shitter's Full. Shitter's Full. Shitter's Full. <laughs> Chris, I, I, Christmas Story Wait, I was, When I wore watch. this, or my wore my BYU sweater to the party, there yeah. was the one who won was Shitter's Full. That was Shitter's on the full. sweater. Yeah, you can buy those sweaters now. Yeah, so, I saw, I've oh, seen them online. Because everything we loved as kids is now retro and cool again. I think one of the better Christmas movies that a lot, doesn't get a lot of uh, uh, credit is Home Alone. We've watched that the last couple years or last couple weeks. Uh, the the little one at home has watched that, and she laughs her yeah. ass when he does that. Ah! But it's those movies are hilarious. I, I yeah, laugh my ass are off. Violent as fuck. I don't, <laughs> remember, I don't remember the second one. I, the second one. I, I was just no, watching that listen. one last night. Daniel Stern gets the shit beat out the of him in that one, movie. <laughs> the first one is like there's two scenes where those guys get beat up. And then they realized in the second one, oh, that's what people want to see. That's what the kids and want. And that's when he goes, the first one, he gets left home. The second one, he gets on a wrong plane. He goes to New goes York to New and York. they go to Miami. Yeah. So he gets, he's alone in like this hotel in New York. Yeah. And they're both fucking amazing Christmas and, and then he ends up going to his brother or the dad's brother's house that's getting remodeled. So and, look, yeah. all my tools. But I'm going to say this, and I actually tweeted this not like two weeks ago, and I, it, it wasn't necessarily a joke, but I mean it. That scene in Home Alone, I've watched every horror movie. The first one? Yes, I've watched every horror movie known to man. I've seen every practical special effect. When Daniel Stern steps on that fucking nail and you just see it go into his foot, it's the worst thing that's ever been put on the film. (laughs) Fuck that. I get that it's a comedy. A few minutes later, he gets shocked into being a skeleton. He's like, (laughs) He just... Goes into a fucking touch of grace. I'm like, wa- I'm like second. watching a six year old watching that, and she's laughing, and I'm like, You're, that's not scary. It's Looney Tunes, right? <laughs> that, I mean, it really is, but right. it's violent as fuck. Like it you is. watch that now, and you're like, that's it's like a broken they jaw. Shut off that's all Eve the broke his hip. The 
Wiley e. Coyote and Roadrunner oh. movies because oh, yeah. they were so violent. This is way more violent. It's Home really, Alone Two is way, way more violent. Horrific. It is bad. Yeah, but funny. But I love those. I love Home Alone, and and I, th- I look at them as Christmas movies. Do you like Elf? I've never seen it. Love Elf. Elf is funny. Elf, love Elf. Elf was that rare like. It's mo- become a classic. Yeah. I'm going to get hung here because I've. Uh, this is a Christmas movie, kind of, but I've never seen it. Gremlins. Is it a Christmas it, movie? Well, okay, it's I a mean, Christmas movie in the yeah. sense that he gives him a gremlin for Christmas. Yeah, it, uh, but I, it's to me, Christmas is the catalyst. Well, it's the same it's as movie. as Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It takes right. place because it Christmas. happened at Christmas, and yes, it's a great movie. Right, but would you call it a Christmas movie? It's. It's becoming one. Like I'm seeing a lot of memes. Like, yeah. it's not no, Christmas I saw well, until yeah, it's sure. not Christmas until Hans Gruber falls off the whatever. Yeah, exactly. Nakatomi falls off of the Nakatomi Plaza. But, but yeah, in the tradition is it was it was it intended to be made for Christmas? No, I mean there's a lot of those movies that like take place at Christmas. You know, like to me, the the first couple of Harry Potter movies feel very Christmassy to me because there's big segments of them that take place at Christmas. Yeah, and true. Chris Columbus who directed. The first two Harry Potter movies also did Home Alone, so that oh. is that makes kind of, sense. Yeah, it's very Christmassy, and there's that same warmth to them. I, but no, they're not Christmas movies. But for me, like I kind of feel that they have a holiday overtone to right. them. Yeah, so I agree. I think there's I think there's movies that are Christmas movies that like A Christmas Story is a movie about Christmas. Christmas Vacation is a movie yeah. about Christmas. I never, Die Hard is a movie that takes Christmas place Story, at Christmas. Christmas Story by the way is an awesome movie it too. Is. I never realized how new it is. I always thought that movie was just from 1952. Was, <laughs> I was just there, but it's fucking from the 80s. Yeah, it's yeah. It They was, did a good job of making it seem old. Yeah, it's a it's a brilliant film. Again, that holds up on repeated viewings. I think that's what makes a good movie. Something you can watch. Yeah. 15 times and still get the same enjoyment out of it or find new things. I never ceases to amaze me how hard I laugh at Christmas vacation oh, every year. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't be Christmas if the stores weren't any hotter, hooter, hooter hotter than they are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. What about Christmas, Christmas, Christmas songs? What is your, what is your favorite oh, Christmas wow. song? One, you know, one song. What do you think? That defines Christmas Do you to have me? one? Yes. To me, do you have one now that you have now, or head, do you have no, one that you had then? Traditional and or... Off the top of my head, I will tell you that I don't think it gets any better for Christmas than uh, Chestnuts Roasting on Open Fire by Nat King Cole. Yeah. Uh, just that. It's beautiful. Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. Okay. And he just has that yeah. great... Oh, I, that to me is no, so I agree. Christmassy. I agree. Uh, That's I, Christmas. I can't remember who sings it, but uh, the sleigh ride. There's one version out there that's like pretty much the standard. That one, uh, and then and then the it's Alvin the carpenter. Was that one. the carpenter? No, one? no, it was an old it's guy. Not the, the carpenter. It's an old crooner guy. Okay, um, but uh, that right. that and even though I just said one, the Alvin and the Chipmunks one is probably. Are you gonna uh, play the favorite. real version now or the well, slowed I'm, down I'm lo- version? No, I'm looking for the sleigh ride version that I'm talking about. Okay, Leroy okay. Anderson. What? Here's here's Leroy a, Anderson. Here's, Let's see. here's is a that question real? for you. Oh, this yeah. is Leroy Anderson. I don't even know who Leroy Anderson is. Yeah, this is the one you always hear. Of course, then there's the air supply one. Oh, there's the air Because basically one. they did the... There's, with that song, they just did the vocals to it. Yeah. Here's a question for you. There's a lot of traditional Christmas songs that are... <clears throat> cri- cri- like we were just talking about with movies. Traditional Christmas movies, traditional Christmas songs. But there's one-offs. There's one-offs that were somebody who was like, I'm not going to sing a Christmas song. 
Like George, like last Christmas I gave you my heart. Sure. Right? Yeah, or made, yeah. do they know it's yeah, Christmas? Right. What's the, or the Run DMC you just played? Christmas in Hollis. What is the one, what is the one definitive? God, I got to tell you, the one that I cannot stop singing, I don't know if it's, it's never been my favorite Christmas song, but this year it is. What's that? It's the, it's the Andy Williams, Happy Holidays. You've heard of Happy Holidays, yeah. Happy Holidays, but it's the one hoop de doop and dickery dock, and don't forget to hang up your sock, because just about exactly at 12 o'clock, he'll be coming down your chimney down. I he's love coming that down your chimney song. Now. I love it. Yeah, that's on Danny's Christmas Pandora all the time. He'll be song. coming down your chimney now. Why do we yeah. love that song? But I got to tell you, my Christmas Happy does not start, and we've been lucky enough. Got it? That's the one. Come to Marytown. Keep ringing. Happy holidays to you. To you. It talks about Santa's sack and hanging a... Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's hanging a sack. But he does such a good song with that. I, I, I thought Sinatra he, I, singing. Christmas. I thought he was Sinatra. I thought that was Sinatra all the time. But yeah. Then I was like, that's Andy Williams. But uh, my favorite, literally, uh, new stuff that's come out in the last. I don't know exactly when they came out, but. The TSO stuff, the the Christmas in Sarajevo, yeah, oh, the yeah, stuff yeah. they do, uh, it just you get chills every time you yeah, hear yeah. it. You're like, holy crap! These they're guys the new, did they're such the a new good, Mannheim Steamroller. They are. It, I listen to Mannheim Escape that album in 1980. I listen to yeah. Steamroller now, and I'm like, oh yeah. What but then you hear the, hear TSO now, and Mannheim you're like, Steam, bam. Mannheim Steamroller had the it was uh, the Carol of the Bells, wasn't it? <laughs> Dude, no, yeah. they had a super cheesy one. Let me let me see if I can see if find you can it find here. it. But I remember because that was like my parents love yes. yeah. Mannheim Steamroller. And I remember seeing Chip. What was his name? Chip. Uh, I can't think of his name now. I remember seeing them years ago at the E Center, and they were playing, which is now the Maverick Center. Yeah, uh, for sponsorship reasons, hopefully. You know, here's here's something that's funny. When I was a kid, I remember. Holy shit! I just remember this memory very vividly. It, it, when you were a kid. Uh, in in Salt Lake in the eighties, your parents would take you down to 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 Temple Square, sure, which has now become a very a very. I mean, everybody does that. We were yeah. poor. Did you ever go to the old ZCMI Center? And, That's what I'm and, talking about. And see Crossroads the t- Mall remember, and ZCMI. Remember used seeing to do the talking tree? The talking tree. Oh they my would gosh, do the, that thing freaked they would me do, out. They would do the, the, all the elves that moved. They would do yes. window displays, and you would just walk around the street. You and could you could walk could up to that. the tree, and they'd be like, what do you want? And you're like, you're talking to me? It's a talking Christmas tree? Yeah, they had the coolest, and I remember. Fuck it, you guys, we had hay. <laughs> well... Well, I, I didn't go there and shot. You didn't cost me to go anything there. I, I was walking on a street. We had hay. two hours away. Yeah, there's your thing. I lived on a... I, I walked around a street and looked at looked at things I wanted to buy. There's a bum sitting behind a hay bale. Yeah, hey, what do you want for Christmas, kid? It's a talking hay bale. <laughs> <laughs> but I was... If you remember, they used to decorate the inside of those shop, I have the, the inside of the stores were all done. Totally. And they had like... I remember... Seeing that last Christmas, I gave you my heart video. Yeah, I, I, I now remember this. It was playing in the perfume section, and I remember looking up and seeing like at Nordstrom or where? Yeah, like in in that ZCMI, in the ZCMI Z- section okay, there ZCMI. over there, and it was playing. And I remember being like old enough at that point to be like, "Man, George Michael, you get all the ladies." Like I yeah. remember specifically <laughs> thinking that now. Like, <laughs> all right, I got. I like, got. if only I could get my hair cut like that. You ready for this? This all right, is I'm one. Ready. Which one is it? Oh yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Oh so man. So cheesy. Do, 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 do. Oh yeah. 
This sounds like this sounds like I it sounds like a soundtrack of uh, like Axel Foley, like uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Right. This sounds like like I went and bought three Casio keyboards. Exactly. At Sears. Yeah. It but is, weren't quite as good as Depeche Mode. This sounds like I'm going into the computer in Tron and all those blanks, <laughs> things are coming at me. Totally. Yeah. This just sounds. Oh my God! It just sounds. Yeah. And that's where you are absolutely right. TSO took you know this, this idea like and a, went, let's do guitars and do... Let's make it metal. Yeah, let's make it metal. This is, this yeah. is so... That's just... Oh, man. You just see but, like a but bunch yeah, of people that in was mom the, jeans listening to that. Uh -huh. But that was the difference. You went like, you know, at Sinatra, you know, uh, what was the one Christmas uh, chestnuts roasting? It was... Um, Nat King Cole. Nat King Cole. Yeah, Nat then King Then you went Cole. to the next generation of... Mannheim Steamroller, then yeah. you went to the this generation of TSO where it's like BAM right in your yeah. face. I'm trying to think of anything other than that so that's this really is Christmas. The the seventies had like the the Elvis like uh Yeah, the the blue Christmas uh, and uh -huh, You know, I still like to for my money, I still <laughs> like the Well I, I, I I'm dreaming of a can't hear that because I think of low book sales. Low book sales. I know they took it. Fuck you, low book sales. <laughs> I like that. I shit. love that Boom. guy. Do you guys ever remember the uh, the Porky Pig with it? I have a Christmas. <laughs> The Muppets uh, Twelve Days of Christmas. Oh, no. Golden rings. Bum bum bum. Yes, I do. <laughs> You know, I didn't tell you did the but um bum bum. Yeah. Now I remember that. Do you uh, remember um, the Christmas oh. toy? That Muppets show that was like from the 80s that was basically like what Toy Story ripped off about all the toys that lived in the in the room. But if they got seen by an adult moving oh, they around, they would die. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah. That's where they got that whole idea, huh? Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a messed up. Like there was a lot of like darkness to the to, to Christmas. Like there there was some messed up scary shit back then. Well, there is some messed up scary shit. By the way, do, have you seen the the Krampus movie? No, and I haven't seen it, but my daughter went and saw it, and I had no idea cool. that this is. Of course, in, in in America, we do it the way we do it, you right. know. And then there's the elf on the shelf, and whatever else you want to call it. But over in Austria, they do this Krampus thing, I, where literally, if you're not good, Krampus will eat you. I shared, oh, a, and it's Jesus. the creepiest, freakiest, scariest <laughs> monster, and you're like, holy shit! This I is, shared a video. This is how you get kids to be good on Facebook the other day of a Krampus Christmas parade, a Krampus parade. I guess it's a Krampus parade in Austria or somewhere, and all these guys are dressed up as terrifying versions of Krampus, taking kids like from their parents on the parade, and grabbing route, them, and the kids are like, yay! And the parents are like, oh, yay! Uh, hope it doesn't eat you. Yeah, yeah. good, good luck. Yeah, like it's, it was nice I, to I, know I, you. They're all armed. <laughs> Everyone here is to watch out for Krampus. Hope my child comes home. It's really crazy how there's other there's 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 other yeah. Christmases that right. aren't what you do. Or like, do you remember well, that used to be, even, even, even our thing used to be Scrooge, more, if you weren't show. good, you'd get coal and you'd get, you know, but now it doesn't even matter. You no. doesn't even, if you're a shitty if kid, you still get, you're going to get an iPhone You're five. still going to get something good. So do you don't even, they don't even care. <laughs> yeah. what's, what's your most hated Christmas song? Like there's a lot of hated. Mine is by the most genius, brilliant person ever <sighs> born, wrote the worst Christmas song ever. Who? The banana, 
Having a wonderful Christmas time. Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. Oh, yeah. that song sucks. It's so By bad. the way, I saw somebody else covered that song, and yes. theirs is like the. A it's like guy. Yeah, and it's like theirs is like one of the highest rated Christmas songs ever. And I was like, what? Yeah, I'm somebody look it stole up. McCartney's "Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time." Uh, yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of the up. one I always change. I can't listen to the Mariah Carey one. Oh yeah, it's just it's just yeah yeah. I start hearing yeah I can't do it anymore. I'm done. Yeah, Mariah, just fuck off. Okay, cover. We don't have time for this. Um, it's like the it's not a country version. A bunch of people have done it, but most recently, it's I'll know it if you say the heavy metal band Helix did it. Apparently, wow. Um, it's probably the newest one. It's like the 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 thighs or the the. No, it's not the thighs. It's Eli like the, Young Band did it. No, that's the one I heard. That's the other not day. the that's one. A country one. Okay, well let's 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 look at the old YouTuber. Um, it's it's like a it's like a body part. It's like a a leg. It's part of a leg. It's the shin. The, the shins. shins. That's what it is. Bam bam. Part of a leg. I was just guessing. Was it not part of a leg? It's the shins. I swear to let's you. Let's see. I, let's see. And that's Paul the. They're McCartney saying that is uh, the shins. Yeah, I know. Let's let's give it. A, let's <laughs> you give didn't it a believe listen. me till you finally found it. Let's give it a listen. And babe. I've never heard it, but I heard it's more popular than Paul McCartney's version. Uh, his version sucks. Sounds like the monkeys. It sounds, oh. it sounds like the beginning of a Beach Boys song. It does. Totally. I just remembered something that I got to play. This is, the, this is the version that took over Paul McCartney's spot. Because they were the story I read was that was that uh, Mariah Carey's uh, I don't even know the name of that song I can't stand it but it is not the number one Christmas song anymore but the Shins was I think number one or number two that song right there and I was like I've never even heard that version that's weird I heard a song last year and I'm gonna play it right now remember the waitresses yes I know, the, I know like. what boys like they did a I know song. what guys want and I happened to have my headphones on when it was playing and I was like whoever played bass on this album. Is a freaking genius, and I'm gonna play it right now. Okay, listen to the bass player. This is the music nerd in me. You've probably heard this song. Yeah, I know this song. But the bass playing, come on. Sounds like the waitresses. I know what Santa wants. I know what Santa. <laughs> Did this come out in the eighties or is this new? Really? That bass player is going nuts, huh? It's like play pool. It's like flea on acid. I've never heard this before. Really? Ever. Huh. Well, there's a reason. It's not that good. Maybe. <laughs> but they were saying that was one of the top ones, too. Really? So. Yeah. I, it's, it's, Do you have a favorite Christmas song? What's yours? Least favorite or favorite? Or least favorite. We're least on favorite least favorite. Would be the would be the Paul McCartney one or um, 
Uh, the fucking Christmas shoes. Oh, God. Oh, yes. I want to. When I meet Jesus later tonight, yes. or when mommy meets Jesus. Like that first year it came out, you every time you heard it, you cried. And then you the next what? year, yeah. like, okay, I'm not crying anymore. I, and then the next year, like, I hate you. I'm with you. Yeah. I, I don't like. Sh- now, religious stuff aside, like, I mean, the oh, holy night and shit. Like, I get it. That's religious. Yeah. But new religious, like that fucking Mary Did You Know song. Yeah. I hate that fucking yeah. song. It's been done so many Mary times, though. You know I think Kenny Rogers had the most popular. Yeah, Kenny Rogers and, and uh, one of the. Who was it? The red-haired uh, Bonnie Raitt? No, the oh, I don't know why. Winona. Think of Winona. Yeah, Winona oh, and Winona. Kenny Rogers oh, yeah, yeah. did it, wasn't it? Winona and Kenny. So yeah, Except probably. I think. I think so. Mary, did you? Yeah, she knew. And she had the deep voice. She knew when God banged her. She, <laughs> she knew <laughs> when God snuck Kenny, into her house. Kenny, did you know <laughs> that you should have stopped before your last procedure? <laughs> your chicken. Your face is tighter than a drum. Your Should've eyes are at squinty the now. <laughs> you don't even look like Kenny. We got about five minutes left. Oh, um, fine, but manger danger. <laughs> manger danger. So what? What did, did we get to? Your most hated Christmas song? Yeah, I think favorite? I would still say the Mariah Carey one. I don't know why. It's, I don't it's know annoying. why. It is I, annoying. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Although, There's, although I got to give her props when she hits those notes. It's like you oh, are she's still an amazing a, a singer. talented, amazing singer, but you lost me at hello. I hate Santa Baby. No matter which one, who, no anybody's. What about the new Michael Bublé Santa Buddy? Really, Santa? That's a thing. Buddy, Michael Bublé was born to sing Christmas songs. He was. Michael Bublé was just fucking born to just. He, they should have just put him in an elevator and just given him a fucking <laughs> band. <laughs> like his last name you know, should have been Muzak. I gotta say though, I went to his show. Almost kicking and screaming. Not this year, but last year, just before Christmas. And uh, my wife's, uh, I think it was her office had tickets or something, and we got to be in a suite. And I'm like, okay, I'll go, you know, free food, free food, free drinks, and Michael Bublé's playing. Probably one of my, probably in my top 10 of concerts. I'm a fan. That the guy is talented. Even though he's a hell. He has a lisp. And he has that lisp. Have I ever showed you that? And he is, he's hilarious and funny. And I was just like, you are a great entertainer. More than anything, whether you like his singing or not, he's a great entertainer. Have I ever showed you the Michael Bublé list? I don't know if I have. Put your headphones on. This is the this is a a great moment in music history. Sure, like to hear this one. Um, Let me let me get my phone ready here. What is this from? It's just a song of his called "Everything." Okay, Okay, so it's coming up, (laughs) but it's this isn't bad. What baffles me is that a producer and engineer let this slip. Like they listened to this and were like. That'll work. Yeah. Um, it's in a breakdown here. Let me see if we can get to it. Okay, here we go. When he says, I sing along, listen. Okay. Right here. I sing along. <laughs> I sing along. I sing along. It's not even subtle. He sounds like Sylvester the I, Cat. I was going to say, that's Sylvester Buble. <laughs> <laughs> oh my that's God. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Somebody let that slip, and that was a that was a huge hit for yeah, he's, him. He's much better at the Christmas stuff. He does the great Christmas stuff. Yeah, he does. But I don't know. There's a. There's Who a, Else does is probably my favorite Christmas album right now, and I have not. I know he has a new one out this year, and I've got to go find it. But uh, Brian Setzer, mm, Stray Cats. Ah. 
He does great Christmas music. And have you watched his special on uh, VH1? I, I haven't. Uh, dude, it's awesome. He gets out there and he's just, you know, he's full of himself, like Brian Setzer always was. But he's so talented. Yeah. So amazing in his arrangements. He does like the Nutcracker Suite. Yeah. Like, in, really? in, in, like in about a, mm, I don't know, maybe a five minute song. Basically all the songs of the Nutcracker in five minutes. How nice would that be, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Especially for you. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of today earlier going, I have to pee about where the where the sugar plum fairy starts dancing and you're like, Stop dancing, it's been twenty minutes. Don't you just love that? Like that plays weird. You get to a point in there, you're like, Why are my why is a why are mice and people and there's weird <laughs> Who's the woman with the skirt? Who is that? You, you know what's weird is in nineteen eighty four who would have guessed Twisted Sister would become a Christmas band? No kidding. Yeah. Huh? No yeah. kidding. Yeah, they're kind of like known for it now. Yeah, and we uh, we actually talked to uh, their management about coming out here. They're like, we're sold out. It's going to cost you big bucks. And we're like, are you kidding me? Yeah. To get Twisted Sister to do their Just the Christmas Show. No no other songs. No. Not even We're Not Going to Take It at the End. Wow. I saw, or in the end. I saw an Onion article the other day that said members of Twisted Sister at a certain age now uh, are contemplating taking it. <laughs> I'm sure contemplating taking. I'm it. sure D would for enough money. <laughs> for enough money, I, I'm going to recommend my um, uh, great Christmas album and special twofer is the Harry Connick Jr. Christmas album. Oh yeah, oh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it's got that great big band arrangement. He's talking. To, what about Rudolph? Should we go get him? All right, hey yeah. everybody, like he does that and great songs. Um, he has this great. He does a one of my favorite, a fantastic version of. What are you doing, New Year's, yeah. New Year's Eve? And he's got that great yeah. crooner voice. And there was a special that he did with his band called the Harry Connick Jr. Christmas Special. I have it on VHS, That's actually. Cool. And it's he's up there, and he's doing his piano, and he can play like nobody's yes, business. Can. I'm sure that's also on YouTube. So your, your, your assignments from me, Dirt Pod listeners, find... Christmas Eve on Sesame Street, mm -hmm. Mr. Kruger's Christmas, and the Harry Connick Jr. Christmas special. Find yeah. those things. Watch them for Christmas. They'll they'll make your Christmas uh, fun. Mine okay. will be listening to Buck Rogers and his Buckaroos Christmas album. Uh, Buck Rogers or Buck Owens? Buck, Buck Owens. Bitty, bitty, Buck bitty, bitty, bitty. You fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> bitty, bitty. He, he, does, he does a duet with Tweaky in the middle. <laughs> Oh, is Aaron, is Aaron Green on it? Yeah, Remember of course. How hot she was yes. back in the eighties. Buck Rogers. That's the only reason I watch Silver Spoons. I agree. Right. I agree. And Buck then mine. Owens. Let him finish. Buck Owens. No, okay. no, Buck. you're fine. That's all I got. <laughs> Buck, don't listen to the Buck Rogers. It probably okay. sucks. And, 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 and then seriously, go go watch the Brian Setzer Orchestra old special. Hey, yeah, absolutely. And check out any other Christmas stuff. Download it. And play it on Christmas morning. It'll be perfect. And then go watch uh, either it's it's the, it's on. Uh, you're without a Santa Claus, but watch the Miser Brothers uh, when they fight. When they basically, it's like they do the eight mile thing. Yeah, but it's it's the Heat Miser and the Snow Miser fighting with each other uh, to see who's going to take over Christmas Town. Huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh wow. yeah. Christmas Town. It's a jingle, I'm, jingle, jingle. Well, that's that's, yeah, that's, Santa that's yeah, it's so great. I I don't know any. I've never seen any of those. Oh come on, really? Uh we. I was kind of removed from the world. Yeah. I grew up in a town of a thousand people. Thirty years ago, guy oh. was guy was flowers in the attic. Right. Remember that? <laughs> he was yeah. He, v, VC Andrews kept him in the in the uh, in the attic. That was me. Yep. Well, before we go, I just wanted you guys to both know uh, Merry Christmas, seriously, and uh, I I love being able to do this with you guys, and uh, I'm Same sure we'll we'll, we'll see you soon. I'm glad I had you on as guests because the show sucked before you guys came along. 
I think this is this is one of the highlights of, of my No disrespect my to my former guests. No, this is one of the highlights for me of being able to sit around and and uh, and talk about stuff I love with people that I care about. Yeah. So, you know, thank you for letting me be part of this. And I want to thank all of the listeners on behalf of all of us. I, I think it's, to me, it's shocking that anybody listens to us ramble on. Um, I have lots of people come up and say, I listen to you ramble on. Right. I love, I love Dirt Pod. What are you going to do now? And you guys are great. So yeah. for all of you that have, have ever... Uh, said anything for all of you who just listen and go on about your day. Thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you yeah. for listening and, and letting us uh, yeah. letting us talk. And, and last but not least, and I don't want to take any thunder, but I'll just kind of throw this in for real because you guys, uh, what you did at the Comedy Cares thing, and I couldn't be there. Uh, in December, I have three daughters who have birthdays plus Christmas. So <laughs> yeah. I had two daughters' birthdays that weekend, uh, so I could not be there. But uh, I, I can't even imagine... Uh, how it was. I, I've I've heard the stories. I've heard you tell me. So fun. But uh, the amazing amount of of uh, funds that that uh, you guys brought in uh, that we've been able to seriously this last week uh, help. I want to say going on 40, 50 families. And how we is that? We go, still I have. Wasn't able it, to it, listen. It's going amazing. I was crying this entire week. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of this. Well, I guess you won't hear this till this would be the twenty first, twenty second, twenty third. Yeah. We're still going to be helping families with the uh, with the funds you guys brought in and. Uh, came and say enough that there are people out there who are so appreciative awesome that you guys do this that uh, it makes the world of difference so awesome thank I, you from I, them from me i host a show with this guy on one night a year and that's that's my part of it uh, the rest of the year is this guy collecting gifts and and thinking about other people and yeah. i'm lucky to be part of it yeah. and be able to see what his efforts do and i i again like it sounds like we're 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 kissing your ass guy but you're a phenomenal uh, with, with this thing, I mean, you raised. I'll, I'll t I mean, you raised twelve thousand dollars from this. Uh, that all went to, um, uh, you know, less fortunate people. I know this cost you time. I know this cost you money. Um, so, on behalf of everybody that that helped, uh, or that this has helped, thank you for organizing this, and thanks to everybody who came out and and gave to the to the charity, gave to the night, and helped to support it. But guy, I mean, unbelievable. Uh, Thank you. That that is the Christmas spirit. To yeah. be honest, it really is. And Everything I know we've talked about. And I was about, gonna yeah. say, and I know this year you were, I don't want to say less than excited about it, but worried that you weren't going to be in the right frame of mind after yeah, this this I'm, last year after yeah. losing your mother and the whole thing. But I I'm, was. I'm going to tell you, I I, I believe 100. She was there with you and made this bigger and better than it ever had been. Thank you. Yeah, I, I mentioned I mentioned I bringing him. I, I I told my dad, who's not like he's not religious, he's not a sentimental dude. I was like, ah, I don't know if I'm going to do it this year. I'm not feeling it. He's like, yeah. your mom would kill you if you did. I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so so yeah. yeah, that was for her, and we shattered the priors the previous year's records. Last year was sixty. Between the two fundraisers, last year was about nine thousand um, dollars. This year, between the two, is close to fifteen. Wow! So, yeah, it was cool. It was fun. Yeah. We'll do it again next year. Okay. Until then, I don't even want to fucking think about it. It's made it's made the the, the life changing. Yeah. In, in a lot of people's lives. So thank well, you. Well, awesome. I'm glad I need to tune in this week. I was I was on vacation last week, so I didn't I wasn't able to listen or well, anything. Good for you. So this week I was on vacation at home painting my fucking house. Oh. Uh but well good for you. And big ups to people <laughs> off the top of my head that I can think of, like Jason, Jason and Misty Osler. Yeah, and, Jason and uh, Misty Osler. Mitch uh, Nagel. Mitch and, Nagel. Um, uh, so many Nikki Jones and Nikki, Kira. Nira and Kira. Your and, wife Amber done a 
ton of shit. Yeah, um, she makes some she, dirty needle points, doesn't she? Bonnie she, yeah, and Casey. She, and Bonnie and Casey. <laughs> but Amber also gathered a bunch of shit she from other did. people. She, she really she did. She kicked ass. There was a lot of people. Michael Ochinero, who's uh, yeah, he he donated. And he not only did he donate a lot of shit, but he bought a lot of shit once he got there. So there was a lot of people who oh, really the, helped the, um, out. Carnahan. Yeah, Patrick Carnahan. Patrick Carnahan. He donated a lot of stuff. There was just a lot of there stuff. was so many people there that w- that got there like two hours early, sat there, and 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 paid to get in. Sat there and ate food. Took care of their wait staff. Um, bought raffle th- tickets. Bought raffle tickets. Bought then auction items. Auction items. I mean, there was so much generosity. It really is humbling to see that kind yeah. of generosity from people. And and really, again, to, to the people we mentioned, to the people we didn't, you know, that you know that you were there, and 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 we know you were there. You guys were all amazing. Thank you for any, yeah. anybody who contributed, well, anybody who gave any even a dime. You guys are amazing. And we talked about Christmas traditions to begin this show. Yeah. And the things we thought of when we were kids and the things we've, you know, done as we've grown up and to me this is one of the coolest things that happens in this town. It's fun. Is that you guys do this and it's become a tradition. It's been going on now for this was the 7th year. 7 years. So yeah. I mean that's a tradition. Yeah. And there are a lot of people who get it, and it's really freaking cool. It's one yep. of my favorite traditions to be part of now. So thanks yeah. for letting me be part of it, guy. Thanks for letting You're me welcome. be part of this. And and this is a this is cool. This is a cool family. Dirt Pod is is a fun podcast, but I think it only really re- and I, we're all getting sentimental because it's this time of year. But it only really exists, and it only really works because we're three people who get to sit in a room and and we're hanging out with people that we genuinely care about. And you guys are family to me, and so to me, this is. Uh, this dirt pot is a family. People who listen, part of that family, and so just thanks to everybody. I'm I'm just a thankful guy. I have a really I'm happy with my life, and right it's because I have people like you in it. It's a good time of year to be that way. Merry Thank Christmas. you guys. Merry Christmas. Merry everybody. Christmas and to, to all everyone. A good night. Happy holidays. <laughs> Merry Christmas. You guys the are Christmas awesome. Christmas miracle.